0: And welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Anna, and I'm here to tell you the real truth about Brazil. So for today's episode, I brought Kylie, which is Anya's co-host of the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. And we talk everything law school related because she is in her first year of law school. And for those who don't know, I am a full time attorney. I graduated law school last year. So we had tons to talk about. It was quite a personal episode. And it was really fun as well i think it's super useful for someone who might be thinking about going to law school or already went to law school i think you you're going to feel really understood but it was so fun talking to her we talked about similarities and differences between law school in the u.s and in brazil how we deal with stress if we ever thought about dropping out everything related it was such a fun episode i really hope that you guys like it and before we get to that make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast, and follow it on Instagram at the Brazilian POV Podcast. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm so excited to be on and chat with you about law school.
0: (laughs) Yes, me too. So, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm Kylie. I am one of the hosts of the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. You just had my co-host Anya on the show. So it's like a little two-part feature of the Two Degrees
0: <laughs> Hotter podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm 23 years old. I am originally from New Hampshire in the United States. And I am currently a full-time law student. I'm in my first year of law school. And yeah, that's kind of all I've been doing the first year of law school is kind of notoriously the worst and the hardest year of law school. So I feel like a, a big part of my like life and personality right now is being a law student um, and doing a podcast too. But yeah, that's everything that's going
0: on with me. So uh, I think my listeners are pretty much divided into people from the US and people from Brazil. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. So obviously
0: I think people from the US kind of have an idea of how is law school in the US, but can you explain how it is just for the sake of people who don't know and for the Brazilian listeners?
1: Yeah, sure. So law school in the US is a graduate program. So you go to undergrad, for four years. So I went to um, a school called Assumption College in Worcester, Massachusetts for four years. And for the most part, you can major in whatever you want in your undergrad years. I was an English major, but I know people who were political science majors, economics majors, biology majors. Like you can really major in anything and still qualify for law school. And then once you get an undergraduate degree, you can apply to go to law school and it's a three-year program Uh, for most people. There are some schools that will do accelerated programs where you can do it in two years or evening programs, or I think it takes around four years, but most US law students are probably in a three-year program. And then after that, you take the bar exam and those are state by state. And so you take the exam in the state that you wanna practice in and you hopefully pass it. And then you are an attorney. So most people take a gap year between a, a few gap years, honestly, between undergrad and law school. I didn't, I went straight through, uh, that's kind of up to you. What you think is your personal preference, but yeah, I think there's a, the cool thing about law school is there isn't a stigma on, you need to be this age or get it done at this time or anything like that. It's just kind of getting it done. Um, you
0: want to and when you feel like it's right so like do you have to pick a field of law ahead or is it something that you go figure it out during law school
1: yeah so you can definitely figure it out during law school which is exactly what i'm doing a lot of people especially when you meet people who are coming to law school you know 10 20 years out are probably coming because they specifically want to do a certain field of law and they've had kind of the career development to figure out that field for me I just knew I wanted to be a lawyer I thought that I would be good at it and I'm kind of allowing law school to show me what I'll be good at as far as being a lawyer Um and that's kind of the advice I was given was to go in and just kind of see what you like because I think there's a lot of ideas around what it's like to be a lawyer and what it's like to be a specific type of lawyer but you really don't know until you try it and a lot of people come in thinking that they want to you know be a litigator and go to court every single day and then they do their first like oral argument and they're like never mind I don't want to do that anymore I'll be a transactional lawyer um so yeah so I haven't like specialized or picked any sort of concentration for myself and I'm just gonna I'm gonna see how it goes. Just gonna get through the first year first and then
0: work on that. <laughs> I think it's so funny because law school in the US is so different than law school in Brazil because here we don't have um, undergrad and grad school for this. So you go to law school straight from high school oh, wow. and it's <laughs> five years of law school. And in the, those five years you study every single type of law so like literally every single one, it's kind of messy and confusing. And then you kind of choose what you want to do, um, what kind of um, law field you want to work at. And then you take the Brazilian bar exam that is valid for the whole country. Thank God. Because I could <laughs> not like, what if you want to change state, you have to do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. So you do, you take the bar exam and then it's quite hard, but I mean, it's 100% possible to pass the first time. Thank God I did pass my first time because I seriously, it's so stressful either way. But yeah, I think it's too much.
1: I can see kind of like from an efficiency standpoint, I'm also very jealous that your bar exam is for the whole country. Cause I often <laughs> think about, I don't know what the procedure is, if I'm being completely honest for if you, so I'm in law school in Massachusetts. So I'm planning to take the bar in Massachusetts, but if I yeah. want to move to New York one day, I don't really know what I have to do in order to practice in New York. I'll figure that out yeah. when one day comes. Um, but yeah, so it, undergrad was nice. Cause I did get to be really passionate about you know, English, like I said, I loved my major, but also I'm going to be 25 before I can actually practice law. And that's assuming that I passed the bar exam on the first time, which congratulations to you for doing that. Cause it's, (laughs) it's hard. The law is so hard. So it's very impressive to pass a bar exam on the first time around. And I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that that's what it is for me.
0: But honestly, like I became an attorney with 25 being 25 I'm 25 now so I recently became an attorney so yeah it's kind of like the same age so how did you know that you wanted to go to law school
1: yeah so I would consider myself late as far as like the U.S. plan goes or for someone who went to law school straight out of undergrad I came into undergrad as an English and secondary ed major thinking that I was going to be a high school English teacher and then I spent one semester in a classroom and was like never mind I don't have the patience for this (laughs) at all and I was kind of at a crossroads of like well now what am I going to do I loved English it was my favorite thing I loved studying it but of course everyone was like well what the hell are you going to do with an English major like that doesn't really translate into a career super well And so one of my professors actually in his office hours, we were like discussing something in the class and he was like, have you ever considered looking into law school? I was like, no, I haven't. He was like, I think you should look into it because you have like a lot of the strengths and skills that I think would make you a good attorney. And so I decided to look into it and it kind of just, it was one of those moments where it felt like all the pieces fell into place where I was like, this seems like a way I can take a lot of the things that I'm passionate about And a lot of the skills that I have or the skills that I, you know, I'm eager to grow and turned it into a career. And so from there, I just started looking into various career paths with a law degree, law schools, what I wanted to do. And I just found a place that made me really excited to go to law school. And so I applied and I was lucky enough to get in and the rest was history. And now here I am over three quarters of the way through my first year.
0: I think it's so funny because well m- my story is just like that someone suggested me that I would go to yeah. law school because I I didn't think about that same. and I think my friends happened the same thing. I I don't remember knowing anyone that legitimately was like I think I'm going to law school because this is going to work for me. I I cannot remember anyone. Yeah, right
1: I <laughs> I never I think law school is one of those things where I was like no, like I am not capable of doing that. That's crazy. And then someone said it to me and I was like, am I capable of doing this? And so if anyone's listening and they're like, am I capable? You a hundred percent are like law school's hard. Don't get me wrong. I feel like it's hard no matter where you're going to law school, but it's definitely manageable if it's something you want to do.
0: Yeah. It's, I think also the idea of law school, maybe it's harder than when you actually go to law school, because when you are there, you just, I don't know, you just go through it and everything works out.
1: Yeah, you figure it out. You like anything new, you just, you're a little scared at first and then you figure out what you need to do and you get yeah. it done. <laughs> so I'm taking, I don't know if it's the same in Brazil, but our first year, we're kind of given our schedule of classes. So we take standard classes of, you know, property law, contract law, constitutional law, criminal law, like very basic areas of law. And then in your second and third year, you get to pick all the classes that you take. So this year hasn't been a a ton about exploring. It's just been about getting through it. I'm excited, you know, next year to take more classes and explore those different areas and figure out what makes me excited.
0: Yeah. So like here, You can really choose. I mean, you can choose electives, a few ones, but every school specifically has its own curriculum. So you cannot even choose which kind of sucks because, for example, like I hate criminal law and I had to take four classes of criminal law. Well, yeah, six, actually, if you really go like criminal law. And it sucks, but it's kind of okay as well because I don't know maybe I hated it at first and then I found find out that I like it and for me it was the complete opposite because I went into law school thinking that I would be like Annalise Kidding and then I found out that it was absolutely terrible and I hate criminal law so and I would never find out about this if I didn't have the complete course you know so I think this is really use it can be really useful yeah I actually I
1: had an opposite experience with criminal law it's funny you say that because I kind of came into law school thinking like no I definitely don't want to do anything like criminal law that's not for me and then I took my criminal law class and I, I really liked it and there were a few times where I was like do I want to be a criminal
0: prosecutor I don't know <laughs> so we'll see about that <laughs> yeah it takes some time like my point of view of what I wanted to do with my life if you see my first year in law school and then like my last year is like oh my god what happened (laughs) to you because things changed so much sure
1: yeah I'm sure I'll be feeling three years down the line I'll be feeling that way I'll be like I can't believe Kylie wanted to do IP three (laughs) years ago now I'm like I don't even know
0: a criminal prosecutor (laughs) yeah (laughs) how do you deal with the pressure of law school?
1: Um, The honest answer is therapy, if I'm being completely honest, and I'm really like open about that on our podcast, mainly because my first semester I didn't really have any sort of support system in place, and granted we're in a pandemic, and so having like Physical friends around me wasn't super possible. And I am at home with my family in my childhood bedroom, you know, doing law school from here. And as great as my family is, sometimes you just need other pieces of support because law school can be really, really stressful, especially your first year when you're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing, what this all means. I know in the US, there's a lot of pressure put on students to do really well in their first year. Your first year grades kind of determine what jobs you're up for in the coming years. And so obviously you wanna do as good as you can because then you have all of the different paths at your disposal. If you, unfortunately, if you get you know below a certain GPA, some of those doors will close or they're, they're at least a lot harder to open. And so I think that, pressure really got to me in my first semester and I really struggled with my own mental health Um, but with that I decided coming into this semester that I was going to make an active effort to put in a support system around me and so I've you know made a big effort to really make sure that I'm reaching out to my friends and like being open with them whether it's me being like hey I'm really stressed I got to get stuff done like if I'm not answering a FaceTime or answering a text or whatever it is. I'm not ignoring you. And I'm just needing to figure this out. So I didn't have that burden on me. And I've started going to therapy, which I cannot recommend enough. I'm now one of those people that's like praising therapy, like to the rooftops. Um, And I've started seeing a counselor at my school too, who can like really work me through law school specific stress and anxiety and worries and things like that. yeah so it's it is a lot of pressure I feel like I always struggle to find a balance between being honest about how much pressure it is to go to law school without like fear-mongering or discouraging people from going to law school because I genuinely believe if you want to be a lawyer go to law school like I don't want anything that I say to deter someone from going but I think it's important to have those like open conversations about you know what we're doing is hard it's hard it takes a lot of work to be a lawyer because being a lawyer is hard work. Um, so as long as you put, you know, make that effort to put those systems in place, don't be like me, have them in place before you even start law school. So that way the transition is smoother and you have those outlets to relieve that pressure.
0: Yeah, therapy is so important because I so remember important. that my mom put me in therapy when I was a kid, and I did go to therapy for a whole lot of years and then I stopped because teenagers don't want to go to therapy and it's <laughs> embarrassing and then I got backed with therapy exactly when I got in law school and it was life-changing honestly I think yeah oh my god yeah same like I could not recommend it enough it's it's pretty it's really funny I would say because I think growing up, I didn't have any friends that would go to therapy and didn't think it was necessary or anything. And then I got into law school and I found so many friends that actually go to therapy and uh, it's, they praise therapy. And then yeah. it would be like, um, we had therapy in the same day, me and my two friends. And then we would celebrate it's therapy day. <laughs> <So> it's like <laughs> therapy is so important. I would say in law school because the pressure is really huge. And I think this is like, obviously pressure. I think it's really huge in law school in every single country, but in Brazil, I would say it's a little bit different in the terms because in Brazil, there are so many law schools. If you count law schools in Brazil, the amount of the number of law schools here in Brazil is bigger. Than the number of law schools in the rest of the world world together. Like that's, that's crazy. How, <laughs> yeah. There's like one law school every corner, but then are there like really good law schools? Not really. Not every single one of them. So just because there are so many people in law schools and so many law schools and like so much of that then you really have to get good grades and go, get good internships and all of that. And you have to really work hard to get to that position because there are many people that want that. You just have to stand out. So that's like where the pressure is, because like there are many people that can't do that job. You just have to stand out and it can be really, really, really stressful and I cannot imagine like my first year grades mattering so much because they sucked (laughs) thank god it doesn't happen like this in brazil and it's just i think overall and i don't know if it's like in like this in the us as well but here in brazil it counts so much the experience that you have like an internship that you really want to go have the experience and work in different law firms and all of that and people don't not so much they don't focus so much in grades but on experience and all of that i don't know how it is there yeah i
1: i wish it was like that it's definitely i well i should preface it by saying it depends on what you want to do so I think that someone who wants to work more for like the government, like a government agency here in the U.S., grades aren't as important. Obviously, you want to you know do well, but I think experience and especially like passion for the job is really, really important. But when you're looking more at like private firms in the U.S., especially there's this thing called big law, which is just a term used to describe law firms that have I think it's like over 100 or 200 attorneys working for them. And they normally have offices all throughout the country and some in a few uh, other countries as well. For those firms, I mean, you have to be like top 10% of your class probably. And especially you need to be at a good law school. That's where like law school rankings really come into play. Um, So there's definitely ways around it. You know, I've heard that if you have like really great experience and like above average grades instead of like extraordinary grades, you can get into a big law firm. But if you don't really have the experience, you need to be like number one in the class to get into a big law firm, at least for the school that I'm at. Cause like I said, rankings kind of are at play there. So it's, it's a big numbers game. I kind of have just been like, I need to get through these classes. I need to not have a mental breakdown when I do my finals. And if the grades work out, the grades work out. Uh, that's what I did last semester, at least. And it's been going fine so far. So we'll just keep that plan in mind. Um, but yeah, it's, in my opinion, it's very stupid that your first year grades are so important, because I think you're just learning, like law school is such a learning curve in and of itself, let alone the learning curve that comes from learning five areas of law in a semester that like this incredibly smart and capable people could do average in those classes just because they're adjusting and learning to be in law school so I don't think it's super fair I think plenty of really talented and capable people get barred from certain positions because of this stigma around grades but at the end of the day the system is what it is I guess and so I'm just hoping to not get
0: swallowed up by it and just keep going it can be so bad like i cannot stress about this enough that i developed celiac disease because of stress of loss oh jeez. like yeah i believe it though (laughs) yeah yeah like i felt like complete shit honestly for a year like going to the hospital non-stop and just having this horrible reaction that I did not understand what it was. and then diagnosed celiac disease and then what causes it? Stress. Oh, thank you so much. Like giving <laughs> me this for the rest of my life. But yeah, yeah I think I took it over like a, a little bit as well, like too much. I think I could I could not stress so much yes but Damn. it's all about personal management and I did not have this before so that's what happened to me so yeah. it doesn't have to be like that you don't have to <laughs> like, like a full disease but this is like the real deal of things it can happen because it's very stressful
1: Yeah, especially I think a lot of the people that go to law school are like type A perfectionists who and are mostly people who have done well at school their whole lives. And so to be thrown into something that is pretty challenging, being a type A perfectionist, wanting to do super, super well, and then possibly not doing as well as you want to can lead to a lot of stress. So I feel like it's so important to go into law school like as much as you can. It's way easier said than done, believe me. But just trying to go in being like, I'm just going to do the best that I can do. And that, because that's all you can do.
0: And if the best you
1: can do gives you a few C's, that's okay. Because you did the best you could do. And it's not worth, you know, developing celiacs, developing anxiety and stress. And, you know, I had a final and I woke up in the middle of the night because I was so stressed about it that I couldn't feel my legs. This is one of my favorite stories to tell. I like, Literally couldn't feel my legs at all because I was just so tense that like everything shut off down there, and I was like, "This is this is not right. (laughs) You should not have to be that stressed." So yeah, yeah. And again, not to scare people, but like really tell yourself going to law school, like, I need to take care of myself. I can't let this pressure get to me because it's it's not going to do you any good to put all that pressure on on you. It's only going to make it even harder. So as much as you can, try to keep keep that in check and just calm yourself down and do what you need to do to keep your mental health and your physical health, you know, safe and secure.
0: Yeah. Cause the reality of facts is that the environment is so stressful. Like yeah. you can, it can really get to you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go along with it and get so stressed. You just have yeah. to do your best, like you said, and just yeah. be in peace with it.
1: Yeah, for sure, especially cuz I think law school breeds a very interesting type of people and there are a lot of people that go to law school who will like feed into that stress and like you know, I've had people who are like I was up all night studying for that exam. First of all, yeah, I know not Yeah, I they definitely can't do weren't. that. <laughs> and like sorry, is it like a medal? Is there a medal for like who got the most stressed out over the contract final? No, like that doesn't matter. So, as much as you can, like definitely make friends and things like that, but try to weed through the people that are just gonna like play the stress game of like who can be the most stressed out about doing well in law school. Cause that's not gonna serve you any anything good.
0: Yeah, I remember my friend told me that this guy from her class was like, oh, how many hours did you study for this test? Cause I studied nine and I even noted. So I literally studied nine hours, not even taking breaks or anything okay so what did you get from it just stress like what why are you doing this to yourself i did not understand seriously and finals week i i vividly remember finals week um when the world was normal and you would walk like around the school and you would see two types of people. You would see people that obviously lack of sleep and they were just down, you know? They were bad and they were sad and nearly crying. And then you would see freshmen that were so happy and had no idea what they were getting themselves their, their into. <laughs> like It was ridiculous. And, uh, seriously, finals are the most stressful times, for sure, I think, any school. But I felt this on a deeper level. I remember that one night from, I don't even remember which semester was it, but one night I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I have to review for, like, all the things that I need to know for this test. And then I would say it in my head. And then I remember that I already had that test. <laughs> so like, the that is, yeah,
1: yeah, that is so real <laughs> that is, I like, I had to submit a, a writing, like I would take a legal writing class and I had to submit a memo. And I just the other night woke up and was like, did I cite to this case? And I ran over to my submitted document and was like, okay, I cited to it. But even if I didn't, it's submitted, like it's done. There's nothing I can do about it now. So why am I having yeah. stress dreams? Yeah, that's, it's so real. And finals week is, it's brutal. It's unlike anything else.
0: Yeah. So have you ever thought about dropping law school?
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of finals week.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I did. I, yeah, I did. I have an episode out. I ironically that episode dropped, and then I had an interview for an internship the very next day, and I have on my resume that I do podcasting. It's like an interest, and so all of these interviewers were asking me about this podcast, and I'm like, for the love of God, don't ask me what it's called and look it up, <laughs> because
0: the oh most recent God. episode, it's
1: called I Almost Dropped Out of Law School. <laughs> I haven't heard anything from them since. I did get the internship, so I think I'm in the clear, um, but yeah, no, I definitely... I suffered from a lot of imposter syndrome. I think that's really common for law students. I know across the US, I'm sure across the, um, the world, but I just, I saw so many people, so many really smart, really capable people. Like I said, most of them come from so many different walks of life. Some had a ton of legal experience. Some were like me and had no legal experience. But I just remember thinking there's no way that among all of these really talented and smart people that I'm going to be able to hold a candle to them. And so I had a lot of self-doubt, a lot of like, what the hell am I doing here? And finals week was tough because I think the thing about the law is it's so complex and so in-depth and there's so many different, like you could think up any scenario and try to apply the law to it and it could come out different every single time. And so I think I struggled a lot because I was working so hard and really trying to make sure that I knew my stuff. I knew how difficult it was. I had a conversation actually with the counselor that I see at school, and he was like, Well, think about it. If you know what you're doing and you know that you need to deep dive, you figure out how complex and how hard this stuff is, and that makes it stressful. And it also makes it so that I walked away from my exams, not feeling like, yeah, I nailed that. Like that was a great exam because there's just so much you can talk about in the U S our exams, or at least in, at my school, my exams are three hours long, but I swear they designed them to take five. No one ever finishes them. I haven't heard of anyone finishing an exam and saying, nope, oh I my definitely God. had nothing to add three
0: hours,
1: three hours. And like, you're, it's like a race. I was typing the entire three hours for every single exam that I took. And like it, it maxed out on me. Like when I was in the middle of a sentence, thankfully for most of them, I had like gotten the really important points or what I thought was the really important points out there. And I was just adding in like other little in the weeds details when I timed out, but yeah, so they're brutal and you walk away being like, I don't know what the hell happened just then. And then The US or most schools in the US grade on a curve system. So my school grades to a B curve. And what that means is that the professors have to distribute letter grades so that the average in the class is a B, which means that they're only allotted a certain number of A's, certain number of A minuses, B pluses, so on and so forth. And most people get a B. So that's stressful because you're essentially graded against other students and how well other students do directly affects how well you do. And so like, I was always told, you know, going into finals, like you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be better than everyone else, which is kind of a messed up mindset because you can't control
0: competition.
1: Yeah. So like, you can't control other people. You can't control how well they know the law, but also you have to be mindful of the fact that if someone just knows it better than you they're going to take the A and you might be at an A minus or a B plus. And so with all of that, I, w- I took all my exams and I was like, I'm not getting those A spots. I don't even think I'm getting those A minus spots. Who knows if I'm going to even pass, like who knows? And so I was like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. This is so much stress. This is so much pressure. And do I even want it that bad? That's kind of like the question I was having in my head. Um, I ended up doing well. (laughs) I ended up doing well enough at least to come back. And I kind of told myself that, you know, if my grades came out fine, I would give it another chance because most of the people I reached out to so many mentors and most of the mentors that I reached out to were like, it was your first semester. Like everyone's a mess and it's not a long enough time to figure out if this is really what you want to do. You need to at least give it the full year. So I was like, well, if I get if I fail out, like I can't. They were like, you're not going to fail out. Let's relax for a second. Just continue the year. And I didn't fail out. They were right. <laughs> um, and so here I am, back in the year. I mean, I do think that this semester is going better because, like I said, I put that those support systems in place. I'm excited because I have an internship for the summer, and I'll really get to see what it's like to actually be an attorney and not just be a law student. Because I think being a law student and being an attorney are very different things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at now. The answer is yes. I think most law students think about dropping out semi-seriously, probably not as seriously as I did, but you just got to push through. And if it's not what you want to do, it's not what you want to do. There's no shame at all in dropping out. Like I was real close to it and I would not have had any shame associated with it. Um, Cause I think it's a lot of pressure and a lot of money, to be doing something if you don't want to do it. So if it's, if you really truly in your heart, believe that it's not what you're supposed to be doing, then drop out girl and, you know, do your thing somewhere else, that's totally fine. But I definitely want to, you know, get through the summer internship and really make sure that I want to do this. And that like, I essentially just want to make sure that those dropout feelings were just coming from a sense of like stress. And not from a genuine sense of i don't think i want to do this as of now i'm thinking it was more stress that was telling me to drop out than i don't want to be a lawyer um but we're just taking it day by day
0: yeah it usually is i remember that in my school people would say it would say that um you had to get to your third semester so you mm-hmm. could actually see what law school was and then yep. so you could decide if it was it or not and then i remember that my lowest scores in the whole entire law school was my third semester. And I was freaking out. And I was like, oh my god, these people are doing so well. And I'm just, I'm, like, I'm sinking, legit sinking. And I thought about dropping out so much. But legitimately, what made me continue is that I had no idea what I would do otherwise. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I don't wanna start all over again. So I'm just, I'm just gonna go. And then everything generally got better. And thank God I didn't think about dropping out after that. It was pure stress, but I do know people that thought about dropping out because they didn't like law school and they were sure of it. So I had this friend that he knew exactly after he passed the middle of law school and then his dad told him, no, you're halfway through. So just keep going. And then he did. And today he works with something that is completely like different than being a lawyer and attorney. But yeah, it can be so stressful. And it's so normal. Like So many people think about dropping and doing other things. And honestly, you are not alone if you are thinking about this. It's so common, really.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And you're definitely like, I remember when I was really thinking like, am I going to, am I going to drop out of law school? Like, are people going to think I'm a failure? Are people going to think I couldn't handle it? But like from the research that I did, because I didn't end up dropping out of law school, so I don't have, you know, firsthand experience, but you know, so many like blog posts and forums and things like that, that I read were like, it's a really respectable thing to try something that is so hard and realize that, your purpose your skills your strengths will be better served somewhere else and pivot like that's a really respectable thing to go through this really hard thing and you know own up to yourself and say this isn't what i want to do and this isn't where my time can best be served and pivot your career path that way in the same way that it's super respectable to go through how hard law school is and make it all the way through and become an attorney or make it all the way through and then not be an attorney and do something else So it's really just like listening to yourself and figuring out, you know, is this what I want? Is this the right path for me?
0: I think there's like a stigma around dropping out. Oh, yeah. Just because it wasn't right for you, but you're going to do something else that actually fits you. So I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I would have dropped (laughs) out if I wasn't so scared of what people would think or so many people would and uh, it's, it doesn't mean that you are giving yeah. up on that. It doesn't mean that. It, doesn't mean, it means that you are going to do something that actually fits you and it's good for you and that you will be happy. Yeah, doing. 100%. I, yeah, completely agree. <laughs> so which advice would you give to someone who is thinking about going to law school in the US?
1: I would say my number one piece of advice is to do your research really look into what type of law is interesting to you. And again, you don't have to, you know, come into law school being like, yep, I'm going to be an IP attorney and that's it. But, you know, start looking into what it's like to be different types of attorneys and see if they're piquing your interest. I would really recommend if you can shadowing different attorneys and really getting an idea of what it would be like to be an attorney. Because like we said, law school isn't really super similar to what it's like to be an attorney. And I think sometimes you can get blinded by the stress of law school and forget what it's like to be the job that you're aspiring to. And also if you shadow an attorney and you're like, this is a horrible day-to-day life. I never would want to do this. Well, then your law school journey is over. Just don't go to law school. That's totally cool. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. Do your research. I also personally would recommend taking at least one gap year as someone who didn't. I think I consider myself to be relatively mature for my age, but I think nothing really prepares you for how hard law school is and how much that imposter syndrome really hits you. And I think if I had a chance to explore a different career path, take a gap year, really like mull it over and think is law school what I want to do? I would have felt a lot more sure in my decision to go. And I think a lot of that like dropout stress, anxiety came from like, am I just a stupid kid who went to law school because I didn't know what else to do? And now I'm here and I'm like hating it. Um, So if you can take a gap year, that's kind of totally up to you. There's plenty of pros and cons between taking a gap year and not taking a gap year. And then have fun in undergrad. Law school is a lot of work, especially your first year, Um, and you want to do well in undergrad in order to get into law school, but also have fun. Like, undergrad's the best time, and it's not the time to be, like, constantly stressed about law school because you'll have plenty of time to be stressed about law school when you're in it. (laughs) So take the time, have fun, and yeah, and then just work your butt off.
0: What I would say that is not even advice, I guess, for law school in Brazil, but because we actually study literally everything, Mm -hmm. like in the law, every law field, everything. When the time passes by, you feel like you don't know anything about a certain type of law. And I saw that on Twitter the other day, it's like normalize not knowing a few things about your degree. Because legitimately, if someone comes to me right now and asks me something about, I don't know, like something specific on civil law, I have no idea. Like I literally don't know. I was in law school almost one year ago and I didn't study this for, it's been like, I don't know, two or three years. So I just don't know, go look online. I don't know everything. So this is something really big as well, and it's completely normal, honestly, completely normal. Yeah,
1: I echo that for sure. I feel like lawyers are the type that know a little about a lot, not a lot about a little. So don't put pressure to know everything. You're just not going to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So thank you so much, Kylie, for coming to the podcast. I'm so happy that we had this talk. And it was so cool to compare law school in the US and in Brazil because they are quite different, but the stress is the same.
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation. I loved learning what law school is like in Brazil. It sounds like it's honestly really similar to the US, which is super cool to think about. You know, We're all just commiserating together trying to get through law school. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. So where can people find you online?
1: Yeah. So you guys can follow our podcast, like I said. So that's two degrees hotter. You can search that on, you know, any platform that has podcasts. And that's also our Instagram handle is just two degrees hotter. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm not doing anything super crazy there, but it's just Kylie Chisholm 14. Chisholm spelled C H I S H O L M.
0: And yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you went to law school or if you are in law school right now, I hope that you feel understood and that you don't stress over things as much as I did because that cost me real hard. And honestly, celiac jo- celiac disease is no joke. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed it and thank you so much. Every single link is in the description as always. And I hope to see you back for next week's episode. Bye, guys.